You're listening to the DC Tweet Team Podcast, and this is Being a Fan. Here's your host, Andy Burroughs. Welcome, everybody, to the DC Tweet Team Podcast, and this is Being a Fan. We haven't done one of these for a while, and what a person to sit down and do a bit. My main man, rambling with Rio's. Rio Robinson, how are you, sir? I'm excellent, man. I'm in between a move right now, so I'm a little bit exhausted. But it's the bye week of the season. We're not mm. very good, and we're all just trying to keep, if any, optimism for the rest of the season. Yeah, <laughs> up, that's man? it, Rio. We're not very good, my man. But we are here. All we're here to talk about one thing and one thing only, and that is your fandom for this uh, Washington football team. We're going to get to the YouTube and how it all started and how the the empire. That is Rio Robinson that we all know and love. <laughs> how it started, my man. Grind, Rio, man. Uh, Rio, man, you're a grinder, man. You know I appreciate you so much, my brother. You're a so good friend. And you. Rio, tell us your love for this Washington football team, what was the Washington Redskins. Take us way back, my man, way back to your first memory, how you got to become a Washington fan, how it all started for you, my friend. Yep, so it started for me. I mean, I was a kid. My dad instilled, like, I, I didn't get a choice. You know, I was born into I was born into the fanship, rocking burgundy and gold, red skin stuff from the second I was in diapers. My father is one of the biggest fans I've ever known. He bleeds and breathes this team. So it just came with me naturally. And as I turned about six years old, that was the first year I played football on a little league level. I started to understand the game. So I'd say about when I was eight, I understood football like wow. I knew more than what I was watching like I knew what was happening so the 99 season where we went 10 and 6 and lost in the second round to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the with the missed extra point yeah. <laughs> with the Turk brothers Brad Johnson yeah that's that's when I fully knew at that point like football was a part of my life that was going to be it was going to come first nature to me it was more than a hobby it was more than a just like thing to do with my dad and do with my family. Like I loved it. Like at the age of eight years old, I'd already fallen in love with the sport. Yeah, man. I mean, a lot of people that I speak to on doing being a fan, it's their, it's their family's influence. Obviously yours is your dad. What was your earliest memories of watching the Washington Redskins with your dad? What was game day like for you and your dad? I mean, it was just always, it was always like, we would always have family or friends over to watch the game on Sundays. Like starting from like a young age, I was superstitious. Like I couldn't miss kickoff, like things like that. And just, I always had, we had, we had to wear the colors on game day. It was just always something like that. And enjoy, like I knew I wanted to love football because the way my father felt about it. Cause I was like, he sure as hell cares about this damn team. The way that he's, it affects his week, it affects his day, makes him yell and curse at the TV. I was like, I, I want to feel that way too. And it just grew naturally and innately in me to start supporting the team the way I do. And here we go. I'm 30 years old now. And now I you're shouting it. at the TV and you're getting, yeah, yeah, we're all exactly. doing the same things. Yeah. I think we all do the same things on a Sunday. One day yeah. we'll be able to not yell at the TV because there'll be oh, a good product. Rio. On the field. I think you yeah. might be like eight year old. <laughs> we might be watching an eight year old rambling with Rio. Okay, <laughs> I'm sitting here watching my great grandchildren. Yeah, your great grandchildren. <laughs> you'll be telling them about we're finally good, you know, but um, Rio, day, what man. was your, what's your earliest game day memory? I, was, I speak to so many people and I've spoke to people for, 
from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. What for you, what, is there a game that stands out that you think, wow, this is this game is going to stay with me forever. I'm going to remember this. This is the game that got me into this foot into the Washington Redskins now Washington football team. What's the what's the one that stands out for you? I know the one that I can remember off the top of my head was the Monday night game where Brunel hit Moss two times versus the Cowboy. Man, because I remember it because first of all, I'm in middle school. I'm in either I was either in seventh or eighth grade during that game. And my one of my best friends, Ricky, uh, was a big Cowboys fan, and we were, like, making a bet, like, you got to come to school wearing the other team's jersey. Yeah, we were making <laughs> wages in middle school, man. I know. Total degenerates <laughs> from a young age. Rio was a businessman <laughs> even back then. And we we didn't do anything all night. We did nothing. And then all of a sudden, we hit these two bombs. That game, like, it gave me chills, man. It was like, all right, this football team – this football team means much more to me than I ever thought it could be because the way I felt after that win, it felt like some euphoric moment of my life, like my life had changed. And it was just one Monday night game, like week two of the season. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Yeah, most definitely. Crazy times, man. Um, Rio, what's your uh, first experience? Obviously, we unfortunately, you and I are way too young to experience RFK. So we've heard all the, oh, yeah, I'd love to. I've been there not for football, yeah. though. <laughs> I've, I've, I've walked past it when I was visiting DC. I had to, I was like, I have to go to RFK. I have to walk past it. And, but just standing outside, you can sense the history. But what was your um, first live game that you attended? Can, can you remember what that was? Like the day, can you remember the first live game when little Rio uh, attended FedEx Field? That's crazy. I think my first game I attended, I was, mm, when was it? It was, I, I think it was a year, I think it was 06. 06, we played the Raiders at home. And I remember Sean Taylor took someone's head off on one of the plays. Standard. And it was an awesome experience too, because I went with one of my aunts who had like, sweet season season tickets and honestly i thought that was the whole experience i thought everyone's <laughs> section was like that only we had like, if you knew we had like a waiter we had like a waiter and like buffet options the food was good i'm sitting here like wow going to football games is great yeah. oh my god it's such a and then you grow up and you start to attend that dumbass stadium a hundred times and you you sit behind a pole and Oh my God! Yeah, man. <laughs> Pipes bursting. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, let's not let's not get into that. That was our week one, wasn't it? This season. Oh yeah, crazy yeah, times. But, yeah, it was it was awesome seeing Sean Taylor up close and seeing that. Team. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about that. What's it like? Obviously, I've only seen him on TV. I never got the chance to see him live. Man, what was, was that was like? Crazy. Seeing one of the greatest, in my opinion, in our generation, Rio. And people say to me, "Oh, is he the greatest?" I'm like, "Well, I'm only 41 years old. In my mm -hmm. generation, he is my favorite all-time Redskin player." Because um, he was, you know. he was such a, he was such a monster, and he wasn't even scratching the surface of how good he could be. Like, my God, he was like a starting Mike backer and a starting midfielder, free safety, all bowled into one. Like he had the speed and athleticism to go sideline to sideline, cover the deep third, come up in the run game, blitz. Like the dude was everything you've ever imagined. He's like putting Patrick Willis and Ed Reed into one person and putting them out there at free safety. It was insane. It, it's a story that Santam, Santana Moss tells uh, when he got Sean Taylor to come to Washington. He said to him, who is the most dominant offensive player you could have? And he said, uh, Sean Taylor and they all looked at him like he plays on the defense he was like no mm -hmm. he's going to be an offensive weapon with all the interceptions and every play you can guarantee 
that boy could turn defense into offense mm-hmm. in the blink of an eyelid, couldn't he? Yeah, I, I like how Santana and Portis, they stayed in Gibbs' ear that whole draft yeah, process. to get him in. Portis said he'd walk by his office every day and say, Sean Taylor. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad we took Sean instead of Kellen Winslow, too, because that guy ended up being a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, how far do you think Sean could have gone in his career? He would have had a he would have had a jacket definitely. Oh he? man, I think I think a, I think a gold jacket was definitely in his future, and I think he was going to revolutionize the way the position of safety is played in mm. the NFL. And I, it's so damn tragic the way that that story ends, man. Yeah, it is. It's very, very, very sad. But Rio, we're here to we're here to talk about you, my man. Um, if you could relive Rio, you now you're this great content creator. You've got so many memories now with the Washington Football Team, but. Rio, I'm going to give you a magic. I've got a, a, you can have one wish, my friend, Rio. You can live any, relive any football day you want. And I mean any. You can relive the entire day from start to finish. What is the day you're reliving and why? <laughs> Week 17, 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Week 17, 2012. RG3 in the height of... You know, no, no, no. Hold on. Are we reliving it? Like the, the events are staying the same? Ever. Or are you, they uh, you can maybe change it. It's your day, Rio. Right, we're, you going, do... we're going back. We're going back to the Ravens game, RG3's rookie year. And I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to somehow get the message to Robert to slide. <laughs> when you get out in the open field, slide because. That game was the start of the crumbling of his career and what could have been. Everything Lamar Jackson's doing, RG3 should have been that, but for a lot of reasons, it didn't become that. But take me back to 2012 because, for me, that's the that's the only glory I've had in my life. 2012, me too. man. Me too, it was a Rio. great year. It was Rio. a great year. I was literally – I had fans coming up to me like, oh, my God, he's going to be so great for so long, and I mm-hmm. hate this for y'all. And, oh, yeah. my God, man. Yeah, Rio, I mean, many people – you obviously know. You listen to the podcast. You know you know my mm-hmm. story. I'm the same with you, Rio. I'm like, yeah, that is when – I started in 99. Uh, with Brad and everything and like that and I was a bit like you the first playoff game was the Tampa Bay game that I saw and I'm thinking this team I've chose are really good you know that little did I know Rio I'd be sitting here in 2021 be like oh my fucking god this team sucks and you know I get dogged for it all the time and it's yeah it is it is it's, it's yeah but it is what it is being a being a Washington fan Rio um Rio what was the um what was the jersey that you had to own as a kid who is your who's your favorite players who were the ones that little Rio looked up to even now that you still think man that's my that's my guy who was the player the, the posters on the wall and who was your favorite player and why oh man i went through a lot of posters and stuff i know i used to really like terry allen and stephen davis stephen davis i had a stephen davis jersey my boy big country i used to love stephen davis but i remember the one i had to have portis and santana and sean just the miami trio I had to have those when I was coming up, man. Like those years, even though we weren't a great team, we had a chance every year with those guys. Gibbs mm-hmm. 2.0 was fun, man. I know we didn't accomplish much, but it was like the most consistent team we've had here. And we had the pieces. Our offense did numbers, man. Mm-hmm. Clint Porters was giving us, gave us multiple 1,300 plus seasons. Santana was giving us 1,300 plus seasons. We were going crazy when we never found the answer at quarterback. But those were fun times, man. Santana, Portis, Taylor. I used to own a lot of wild jerseys, though. I got some Campbell jersey. I think I had a Patrick Ramsey I've jersey. got a Campbell jersey. It's going to be real. <laughs> the funny thing is, in about a month's time, there's going to be people out there with Heineke jerseys. Yep. No, man. <laughs> I, I, I bought one and immediately like gave it to my father because I realized I, um, it was a mistake. <laughs> when he released, Rio, he released his clothing line that day, I was like, I had, had a few yeah, beers yeah. and I was like, I'll buy one of these hoodies. And now I'm thinking, oh, why did I do that? You know, but... uh, giveaway, Twitter giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> DC Tweet Team giveaway, anyone? But um, 
<laughs> people are going to see that now and go and he's just giving away his free shit but um rio obviously we know all the stuff you're doing now my friend but i always ask people on being a fan i think it's really important to know because people see us as like see yourself as the content creator you know we know you go to games but just explain what the Washington football team means to you and your family. What does it, you know, we, we talk about the games every week, but you know, we, we, we do this for free. You do what you do. You've got a YouTube channel, you've got a podcast, you vlog all the time, but let's you do that for a reason. But what does this team mean to you? I mean, this team is family. And regardless of how bad and inept it's been over my lifetime. Family is family and family does not change. Like, you know, family means more than just blood and your immediate family and your household. Like this team affects my mood, my mental health and how I go about my week because it's a passion and a love for me. It's more than a hobby. Like for those who see us doing these podcasts and oh, y'all are all talking about the same stuff cool let us do that you know like mm. i love this team i love this crazy ass team with all the dysfunction and circus show that comes with it i'm gonna be a fan of this team until i'm no longer on this earth and for some of us it's more than a hobby like we love doing this it is my passion to talk about my passion you know what mm. i'm saying and that's why i get in front of a mic and get in front of a camera and share my opinions like i love the talk and i love sports might as well record myself doing it and build a community of people who want to do it with me. And that's why this content creator community, it's so awesome. It's so beautiful. And I love the, I love what we have here. Like we've all built like actual friendships out of this. Like I'm seeing guys at games. Hope I'm going to see you week 18 in New York, New York like, city, baby. This is more than just Twitter relationships and stuff. And it doesn't matter what we disagree with, what we argue with over social media, Spend some time with me. You'll see I'm just a regular cool guy with a lot of things to say and a lot of fucking opinions. Um, have a beer with me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I guarantee you your opinion would change. <laughs> Dude, we are going to have more than one beer in New York, my friend. Absolutely. Trust me, Rio. Trust me, Rio. Uh, Rio, we always end being a fan. Um, before, I want to quickly get to I want to get to the fan ambassador and the YouTube stuff, but just to end being a fan here. Right, Rio. You can have three dinner guests, anyone in the world, alive or dead, to come and just chill with you, have a beer, Talk some football. Just chew the fat about life in general. We've had people from President Kennedy. We've had Washington players. We've had the Beatles. We've had someone chose the Queen, I think. I don't know why. But mm -hmm. you can have three guests, Rio, to come around and just crack open a few beers with you and just chew the fat on life. Who are you choosing and why? Mm, that is interesting. I feel like I have to put Joe Gibbs on this because yeah, I feel like he's Joe been in Gibbs, a few. He's been in Joe a few. Joe Gibbs would have <clears throat> would easily probably have the greatest life advice and motivational advice ever. Dude took three quarterbacks to the Super Bowl, and that's probably the greatest feat of any coach in NFL history. Mm -hmm. And they don't talk about it. And the '91 team, my birth year, was possibly the greatest NFL team in NFL history. But you know, he don't get the credit. So Gibbs would definitely be one. Okay. Two. A lot of DC fans, they're not gonna like this, but LeBron James, that's my favorite oh, athlete. Yeah. I love the guy. I love the guy. I love the I love the on field, um, the on court, off court. That's my guy. I've grown up. Is he better than Michael Jordan? Ah man, that's a conversation for another day. I think he does things better than Mike. I think Come it's a subjective. It's a subjective conversation. I'm gonna say yes, but I, I like it's different. Like it's 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 a very long subjective conversation, and I love having the conversation, even though I hate it. It's like a love hate thing, but that's my guy. I would love to sit down with him and pick his brain on life. 
And I love the story. Let me see who the third one would be. That's that's a very interesting one. I'm trying to come up with something obscure. We got Joe Gibbs and LeBron around this table at the minute, cracking over some right, biz. Who we need, all right, who we who we put? I want someone crazy to be my third person. Let me see. I want I want a personality in here. Hmm. Deion Sanders. Wow. <laughs> I want to talk to prime time. I want to. I want. I want to. <laughs> Water. I just want that energy around me because I feel like we would mess well because that dude is hilarious. That dude has a lot to say. He's very successful, and I would definitely love to kick it with Primetime. So, yeah, even nice. though he, robbed, he robbed this franchise of a paycheck or two, but you know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. got to get your money here because you don't get anything else. Jeez, Rio, that is going to be a night that you cannot miss, my man. And everyone, when this episode airs, you can all go and tweet Rio and tell him why Michael Jordan's better than LeBron James. But I, <laughs> I digress, Rio. I it's digress. I digress, my friend. So, Rio, you um, you're a fan ambassador now. So you've gone from being a fan of growing up with the kid uh, as a kid, supporting this great Washington football, Washington Redskins now Washington football team. You're now a fan ambassador. Tell us what that means to you. I was when the fan ambassador news broke, uh, we all heard about it over here in the UK. And I think it's a great thing that they're doing for the community. I know some people try and dog on it and everything, but there's not many teams in the NFL that reach out to their fans and go, hey, we want your help. We want your input, you know? And I think it's brilliant what they're doing. I know you're involved. I know Keith's involved. I know a lot of the podcast guys and there's the content really, creators. And, there's, really and there's, there's some really good people. What, um, what does it mean to you, Rio, to be involved in with the organization as a fan ambassador? Yeah, and the fan of the year, Erica, um, she was, um, she's one of our fan ambassadors as well, mm -hmm. by the way. But yeah, it's been a good time. It's been a good time. And I got to meet some really good people. We have these group chats going with a whole bunch of us, a whole lot of us where we can sit back and give ideas, bounce ideas off each other. We can talk about what's good, what's bad about the game day experience. We actually vent and we have a direct line to Joey Kobe Bagovich and Maggie Wesley who run the program. And they've been nothing but awesome throughout the entire thing and most importantly they've been self-aware for everyone who thinks that joey kobe bagovich and jason Wright they don't see the problems see what's going on here and actually address them that's not the case at all they're very self-aware and they were brought here because they're self-aware and they're not going to sit here and act like shit doesn't stink here and they know things need to change. And it's been a great time meeting all these people, being able to bounce ideas off of them, being able to take suggestions, even complaints off of Twitter and bringing it to them, like just to address them, just to be a line of communication for fans. That's all it is. Like the only people that are like, there's a lot of people that are negative. Oh, the fan ambassador things, the stupid thing. Those are the same people who wanted to be nominated for it and didn't get selected. Honestly, there's a bitterness to it. And it, it doesn't help that the team sucks. So it's easy to crap on every single thing on and off the field about the team. But honestly, we're one fan base. And you know what I'm saying? We got to, you got to unite together. They'll be opening up more fan ambassador things next year because i think this is a one-year thing i don't think it's going to stop just because there's a couple people who get their fucking panties in a bunch on twitter <laughs> on sundays but yeah man it's been nothing but a good experience <laughs> i love joey colby begovich that's my freaking guy and yeah if you have something to say to him you you can say it to me yeah, no, I saw you vlogging with him at camp. Uh, I know you went into the trailer. That was like a five-star really combination. Cool. I was like, wow, that is uh, that was um, that was so cool, man. But, you know, Rio, it's, it's amazing what you do. And obviously, so Rio, I mean, tell us about now you've got the vlog and the YouTube channel. And I think I obviously, believe it or not, we, we don't all just do podcasts. I speak to Rio quite often. And I text you last week or the week before. Mm -hmm. Rio is constantly on my TV 
like, <laughs> my daughter was like, as I get my YouTube and I sling it to my telly. And my daughter's like, Daddy, this guy is always on our telly. Who is he? Is he famous? I'm like, well, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> and it was, it just, it was hilarious. I was like, that's Daddy's friend. That's Rio. So tell us, Rio, how cool is the YouTube channel and the vlogging that you do? Because oh, I've, said to, I've said to you many times, many times privately i've said to you on podcasts i said we live through you guys especially over here in the united kingdom and i know i speak to, i speak for everyone over here in the uk who follow you and just seeing you training camp was amazing it made me think oh i'd love to go to that i see you at games and i'm like i can't physically do this but i feel like i'm there because you put in the effort to vlog the entire day you're tailgating you're in the stadium and, and mm-hmm. i don't think you guys as content especially yourself Rio, i don't think you realize how much that means to people who can't attend and that's exactly why i do it like it's not a whole like let me rub this in people's face what i'm doing and they aren't it's a let's do this shit together i've not always been able to go to games and stuff i've not been able to afford to go to games and stuff like that now that i can do these things i want to share it with people so we can take it in together show you the sights and sounds like i have a plan with the a vision with the content i create and it's just to take people it's my first year as a season ticket holder and as a fan ambassador and i wanted to take people on that journey with me so when you see me at tailgate when you see me at training camp, when you see me in the games, when you see me vlogging all this stuff, it's so we can have fun together. And I can bring you in on the fun that we were having because Richmond was a good time. That's when optimism was in the air. We still had those Kool-Aid thoughts about how the team could actually be good this year. And, yeah, man, I just love it. I love doing content. I love talking. I love meeting new people. I've met so many fans, so many people, so many of my subscribers, so many of my followers on Twitter. I've met so many dope people, and that is my favorite part about all of this. And I just want to keep keep it going up, man. This is fun, man. I'm gonna I, I plan on keeping content coming. I probably shouldn't record as much as I do, but I love it, man. Oh man, people say that to me all the time. Like, oh, Andy's <laughs> dropping his seven thousand episode of the day, and it's just like, hey, man, it's I love to do it. You know what I mean? But Rio, I hope Rio, I hope we're gonna be vlogging in New York. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, the GoPro will be coming out in New York for real. Because I've, yeah. I've never been to an away game, so it's going to be my first for that, too. Oh, so. wow. I've heard it's going to be like mine, negative 15, Rio. Yeah, I think me and right. you are going to be fucking freezing, my friend. I've been to New York I'm, in I'm January. Pulling up, I'm pulling up in a, a Joe Namath <laughs> fur coat, chinchilla. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to seeing it, Rio. But Rio, my man, honestly, I know we speak on social media all the time, but it's good to sit down and do that. We haven't had you on our show for a while. We're going to make that happen again. But honestly, my brother, it's been good to hear your story. I know a few people have messaged me yesterday saying, I'm looking forward to the episode with Rio, just so we can get a little bit of insight because we all sit behind a computer screen or a YouTube, but let's get to know know the man. And like you say, when you see him at games, go chat to him. He's just a normal dude. Oh, for sure. And like another thing, like, it could come off because I'm very opinionated and I'm vulgar. I use I like to throw some profanity in my speech. It could come off like I'm a dick on social media sometimes. And that's the thing with social media. We have to pull back the fact that we don't get full context out of what people are saying. We're just reading words and there are so many ways to interpret and perceive what someone's saying, how they're saying it in their tone. And you don't get that unless you're around that person. So everybody mm. from Twitter that does not like me, I promise you, spend an hour with me. We'd have a good ass time. Yeah, man. <laughs> don't worry about these fucking assholes on Twitter, Rio. They're just, yeah, there's, some, <laughs> there's some knobs out there, but don't worry about it. Rio, honestly, my man, seriously, keep doing what you're doing, brother. I've enjoyed Absolutely. hearing about your fandom. I enjoy your content. Um, 
it's it's just unbelievable what you're doing. And like I've said to you many, many times, I would, someone over here in the United Kingdom, it means a lot to me just to see a game day, to see a training camp, to see a practice, to see tailgating. It's amazing because I feel like I'm part of the community. I know the content creators, we all have a good thing, but me being so far away, what you do and what others do. And when I see you all together, I'm like, I can't wait to hang out with these guys. And Rio, my man, me and you are going to party in New York. Yeah, hell yeah. We're going to have a good ass time. And also, Buddy, that episode you guys had last week with Megan Ember, that was that was phenomenal. That was pivotal. That was huge. And that was important for this Washington football team podcast community. And hats off to you, Shelly, Maddie Jane. That was phenomenal, man. Yeah, I really appreciate that, man. That episode is that's gone. It's take it's Heavy. gone. Yeah, my man, my Twitter blew up with just messages about that. And I think it, yeah, it was an important message that needed to be raised. And let's hope there's an outcome to that to Rio. And let's hope we, you know, we can kind of we need it to move on as a fan base and an organization. Fingers crossed, my man. Fingers crossed, Rio. But that's for another day and another time. Rio, I know you were in the middle of a house move. I know you are probably the mm-hmm. busiest man in Washington football history. So I thank you, Rio, and I wish you nothing, nothing but success, my man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. You take care. I'm going to have to get you on for one of these post-game live streams. Oh, we need to hook that. Yeah, we need to maybe sort out this time difference thing, Rio. But Rio, before we go, for those that don't, there's probably, if you don't, why not? Just quickly plug all your stuff, my man. Where can we find you? Oh, yeah. You can find me on social media at Rio underscore Robinson 91. Stirring the pot, talking shit, having fun (laughs) per usual. Check out the YouTube channel, Rambling with Rio, man. We got fun guests. A fun time and come on a live stream. It's all good energy and immaculate vibes on this side. Rambling about Washington the audio pod, which I actually need to go update because it's been a couple of weeks. I post so much on YouTube that I don't I have not kept up with the audio version of my podcast. <laughs> so I need to go back and do that when I finish this move. But yeah, man, y- y'all can find me anywhere on social media. Rambling with Rio is the YouTube channel. And yeah, man, come come check me out. Come ramble with me. Come and definitely go and ramble with Rio. Rio, my man, always a pleasure. I will catch you. I'll catch you in New York, my friend. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the DC Tweet Team podcast. I have been your host, Andy Burrows. That has been the amazing Rio Robinson. Till next time, everybody, stay safe.